Evening, everybody. It's nine o'clock or so. It's Friday night. It's time for the What's on Joe Mine team stream. As you can see here in the top row, the honcho is back. And we brought some riffraff with us from another program. Uh, we'll get to him later. But first, our, our kick-ass theme music. We'll be right back. <laughs> shot of of joe colton dressed as the baroness in swimwear to shot of me making faces with dark maul <laughs> I, I, I yeah anyways uh welcome to what's on joe mind we are a fan cast about the world of gi joe i'm your host mike Irizarry. if you are joining us on facebook this evening go ahead give us some kind of a of a of a reaction give us a thumbs up give us a heart give us a little huggy guy we love little huggy guy uh if you're on youtube as as Please uh, subscribe to our channel, like the video, um, be sure to leave a big boy comment down below and, and share our video in your own social media channels. We are very close to our goal of 1,000 subscribers. I was so hoping we'd hit it this week because nothing would have been funnier than hitting that goal on a week when Joe Colton was not here. Would have been, at, your, the, the running gags for the next three years of the program would have been written. Uh, but uh, thanks to everybody who has not subscribed for letting us down. If you know if you know anybody out there in the world that is not subscribed to the channel, uh, be sure to punch them in the arm this week. But uh, joining me here in the top row, he's back from vacation himself. It's the hot Joe Mark Weber. Yeah, I marketing for the GI Joe brand at Hasbro. I survived uh, Killington, uh, a rather large mountain in Delaware, and my first skiing experience in twenty years. So I only fell once, but it was mad. It was spectacular. It was straightforward, and it left a little cut from the goggles impacting on my face when I kissed the mountain. Well, and at the end of the day, uh, so I was wearing a mask for you know, whatever. Um, there was enough <clears throat> moisture from the mask that it had, it had iced up the strap on my helmet. I'd never skied with a helmet before, right? It wasn't standard 20 years ago it iced up and look what it did to my chin down there wow. so you got you got like freezer burn yeah i freezer burned my face and i didn't even know it. it's not painful it's just weird looking so i survived killington i need the bumper sticker <laughs> so pretty aggressive will, name for a mountain right you you will just burn at anything pretty much yeah, i burned on snow <laughs> reflected sunlight off of right? snow <laughs> so bad yeah, so I'm learning new weaknesses. But when I ate it, immediately I thought, probably messed up some dental work right there because I hit it hard. But then I did the bite. And I'm like, no, I think I'm, I think the teeth are okay. And then I had, I had my phone in my breast pocket. I'm like, I'm sure I shattered that. But it turned out, no, it was fine. And then I rolled over and did the reboot and the systems check. And I'm like, hot damn. 
I just ate a mountain and didn't break myself. Like that's a big win at 48. Right. You didn't, uh, you didn't go do the full sunny Bono. No, it was, it was, yeah. a Ooh. I, I don't even know how I felt. It's only been what, 20 years too soon. Uh, still. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been it's, like 25 years, but yeah. Sonny Bono were here today. He'd think that was a quality shot. Right. But, yeah. uh, uh, but Liam Neeson wouldn't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we make that joke. All right. Fair enough. I don't need a man of his specific skills coming after me. Right. I do not need that. You. Nobody needs you. that. He, he just keeps getting older and angrier. He won't kill me. Every trailer. <laughs> that that movie is one of the, the great movies of this generation. Also joining us uh, from from the the regular roost. Uh, he's two doors down, and that's not even two apartment doors down. It's just two two interior doors down. It's rack time, Rob. Hey, that's right. Is there ever going to be an episode of rack time again? Uh if I ever get a chance to read a comic again without falling asleep halfway through. That's that's true. I can vouch for that. Usually, I got to go close his door because <laughs> otherwise, ain't nobody sleeping. That's a problem. You start snoring when the comic puts you to sleep. You come back, you're on a different page. No yeah. idea what happened. It's stuck to his face or something. I don't know. Is the last one you got through Dead Game because you were hate reading it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not falling asleep on this one. Ah. <laughs> it's anger reading. <laughs> angry to fall asleep yeah it's uh it's been a it's been a rough week for everybody in the world of work with the honcho gone he doesn't know anything about that mm. but uh, you know who does know about that is our special guest from the articulated points channel it's biff mcconkey donk himself phil donnelly is here in the in the bottom corner hello round of applause for phil donnelly. Yeah. don't clap for yourself bill <laughs> Whitney Houston calls that the, the greatest clap of all. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, how are you? I, I'm okay. I'm alive. You know, that's always counting for something. <laughs> right. You didn't even go. You didn't go partial Sonny Bono on your mountain. No, I didn't even go on a mountain. See, I'm smarter that way. See, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but uh, you were regaling us with tales of Disneyland. How, how many times have you been since since uh, things have gotten a little better where you're at, uh, pandemic wise? Uh, about once a month since July. Okay. And you don't have a problem or nothing, though. No problems there. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what you're His only, pro only problem was when the park was shut. Right. <laughs> Fine now. I mean, well, when the park wasn't shut, he was still in there. Just they, they use fewer tranquilizer guns when, when it's when the park is, is open. And he has a brush handle underneath the... The carts just kind of scooch me out of there. <laughs> Spills the reason they have night vision goggles at Disneyland. It's not just cool because they can afford it. It's it's for Phil. Yeah, Mr. Phil, Mr. Phil's wild ride. Right. It's a little different. Phil, you got a report for us on Galaxy's Edge? I know you actually have one on your channel. Link down below. But why don't you give us the, the all-verbal 60-second uh, version right now? Uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run is fun because you get to be in the Millennium Falcon, but it's just a six-person co-op video game that happens to be like added with Star Tours if you've been on a motion simulator ride. The real thrill is the Rise of the Resistance because that is like state-of-the-art. Everything 
Disney has their thrown at you, all their tricks in their in their top hat. They're just pulling them all out. It is worth the wait. <laughs> I'd agree with that. Except that I'd say the Falcon's fun if you're the pilot. If you're not it the is. pilot, get back in line. <laughs> That's the problem when you do uh single rider on Millennium Falcon, you're always gonna be the engineer. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Single rider, <laughs> comma, but not fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're in there in 20 minutes, but you know, <laughs> you're doing the least important job, just hitting buttons when they light up. <laughs> I just have a picture of Walt with his head in a jar saying, Have a family. <laughs> How dare you approach on your own? <laughs> the wonderful world of Disney is not made for single people. There's a great day really beautiful isn't. tomorrow. <laughs> Except for you, you lone loser. <laughs> Except for you, single guy. This wow. is starting to hurt a little bit. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, I get personal. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, by the way, did I miss anything? I was gone a week. As the guy who's nah, married, nothing. married with two kids is the one still throwing barbs. <laughs> that's a that's that's an awful low shot there, Mark. I'm just saying. Hey, if you got if you guys are wondering what it might be like, I got two I can loan out. That's all right. That's all right. Okay. I, I got eight hours a day where I deal with six. You, you guys know, want luckily, a dog? I get to give, luckily, I get to give them back, although one of them is going is trying to be more and more resistant to actually going home. And I'm just like, no, out. Yeah. No, no, get out of here. It means he loves, loves the instruction, Rob. No. Can't, can't get it up. Ten minutes before, you know, he's trying to get out the door. But when it's actually time to go, no, no. Not doing it. Mm-hmm. If, if I can't hawk any kids off, to any of you, maybe a dog. You guys like dogs? I don't like yippy dogs. Tiny partially, yippy dogs are out. She's partially trained. No. Partially trained. Not. All right, fine. We don't have what anything. Is, what is this scroll here? What's, what's going on? It's tonight. It's prepping everyone for what's coming up later in the show. <laughs> Special surprise ending. Yeah. We didn't let me know. I have to prep a set list now. Come on. Streamyard we- has added some extras. Uh, to the to the show experience, and so uh, I try to take advantage of those to keep our our guests who maybe aren't here at the very beginning of the show primed as far as what's coming up later in the show. Right. Right. I mean, it, it's not quite as cool as the the background music, but we'll get there. Right. It's all it. No, no, not feeling this. No. It's like they play in the lobby of a salon when you're about to get yeah. your uh, your facial going. This <laughs> make it better. make the show better. Since, since when have we been about that? I'm just I'm not complaining. I'm just stating. <laughs> I thought he'd try something new. <laughs> I thought I was here for observations. Uh, Two bit slime show always has been, always will be. Yeah. But um, what, what do you say we we we've blown ten minutes? What do you say we get to the news? Yeah, boop 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 boop, boo. You know, I've I've put together lots of little video things. You would think I would actually, at some point, put together a news intro. But <laughs> honest to God, that occurred to me for the first time this past week. Or I mean, why mess with tradition? I, I guess. <laughs> I, I was thinking we could lift the audio bite of Joe actually doing do 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 for a when she's not here and b 
when she's not paying attention. <laughs> we, we would use that quite a bit. We'd she's our little junior Buckeye News Hound Award winner. <laughs> so anyways, first news item. <laughs> uh, eventually we'll add to the stream here. Come on now. Get in there. Get in the stream. There you go. There we go. Good gravy. But uh, Renegade Virtual Con launched tonight. Uh, we all have jobs, and so we didn't get to watch it, unfortunately. Uh, we're getting caught up on that material, but we do. We can tell you that Operation Cold Iron is an expansion module. Uh, that's the cover that you see there. It's got Flint and Lady J and Snake Eyes and Snow Job and Cover Girl fighting a snake. I wonder how Gary feels about this one with both Snow Job and Cover Girl. Um, anyways, uh, co-authored by uh, our good friend Ryan Costello and our former What's on Joe Mind host, Justin Bell. Uh, and uh, that image, of course, courtesy of Justin on Facebook, doing a little bit of a humble brag. But, hey, he's earned it because this is pretty awesome. Round of applause. All right, Justin. And we get a rare blue snake sighting. Yeah, I was about to mention that. Nobody ever remembers the blue snake. <laughs> well, it's the Arctic snake. It's the cold one. Right? <laughs> Sure, you have to right? get that that snake a sweater. <laughs> he looks cold. He's so chilly. He's so chilly. But we will we will get everybody caught up on this uh, later in the week. Unfortunately, there just wasn't time tonight to to get it all included in here. Um. So uh, be sure to watch tomorrow. Uh, there are there is some more GI Joe content. Uh, second half of of tomorrow's presentation, and then uh, at some point in the very near future, if you missed it. All that content should should be up on their their YouTube channel before too too long. So, again, that's a Renegade game, uh, Renegade Games Virtual, or Renegade Con Virtual, uh, continuing tomorrow. Uh, so, if you've got some time, uh, be sure to check them out on Twitch. Next news item. Do, 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 do. I don't know what happened to Mark. I don't know. <laughs> Ragging on Joe Colton for never being prepared. Then where is he? <laughs> Nowhere. But uh, it's it's the last time you'll see us begging you to to fund the the Word Burglars new LP. Um, we're gonna uh, there he comes. There he is. There's the there he is. Let me in. It's uh, but uh, the the word burglars new LP is completely funded, so you can go and, and check out, uh, get yourself a a nifty vinyl record. It's got fourteen tracks. That cover art is by our our good friend Brian Sauer. Uh, he does not sing the soft hits of the seventies, as Biff McConkie Dunk will be doing after the break. But uh, but it's still quality stuff all the same, and and you can pledge without fear, because this is it's funded. It's about uh, like 120 something percent funded so this this is good to go be sure you get in tonight or tomorrow because that is that is it on this first run for the LP congratulations word burglar one more time well, there's a message stay tuned time. stay tuned for Biff Mahonky Dunks uh fundraising uh for his album killing you softly with my song that's it on eight track exclusively oh yes <laughs> It's like, I only know eight songs. <laughs> there you go. Perfect, there perfect you go. format. And and two two of them from the great Roberta Flack too. So yes, <laughs> so that's what you're after. That's what you got. 
Anyhow, <laughs> we're a little, you know, chat's a little loose tonight. We're a little loose. Anyways. And we're all sober. <laughs> and props to Word Burglar, one of our favorite people. Absolutely. Super nice guy. Back his project. Do it. Don't ask do questions. It. Just do it. Right. You're oh. you're guaranteed to get a record. Obey. Okay, there we go. Next news item. Do, do, do. Do. All right. Uh, the G.I. Joe and España project has added a free collector's case uh, to their <laughs> volume, their eight volume set. I'm sorry. I just like that there's a free case with a, the, the set costs like $900 or something. <laughs> but hey, two, free case. 200 euro. Uh, 200 euro, which is, you know, comes out to a little over $200 for us. Um, you can check out all the details there on gijoenespana.blogspot.com. Uh, again, the first six or seven volumes of this eight-volume set are promised to be pretty picture-intensive, so if you're interested at all in in what being a fan of G.I. Joe was like in a foreign land back in the day, uh, these will be an invaluable resource. If you happen to speak, read Spanish, also great. Bueno. Um, a bonus. <laughs> muy bueno. Um, so, yeah. Get on, get on in there if you if you're just uh, if you're that much of a scholar of the game. By all means, this is out there for you right now. Is that Mirage in the A plus position? I believe so. So the the statute of limitations ran out when they used him like nine times in two years in the early two thousands, and they went, "No, no more, <laughs> no, 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 no more Mirage." Mega yeah. Marines is still his best color scheme. Yeah, right, right. It was. Uh, I, I'm not sure why they kept going to the Mirage well in the the 2000s there, but they're, they they're had fun. the mold. Yeah, yeah. and then it they went invisible, which nobody ever made sense. Remember the crappy hovercraft they put out that actually worked, and it came with yet another Mirage. <laughs> mirage. Mm -hmm. hey, come on, right. I'd have taken E Honda. I'd have taken anybody on this cover over another damn Mirage. Well, E Honda is on this cover. I know I'd have taken him. I'd have taken Robo Joe. I'd have taken Big Bear. The world I'd needs more Robo Joe. Are you sure about that, Phil? Yeah, not this world, but some world sure. out there. I'm a, I'll take Blanca, man. The Hulk with red hair. Like, come on. Best <laughs> Who's Brazilian? Ever. Yeah. With red hair and, uh, you know, shaped chest hair. Yeah, that's good. That's for the ladies. Hey, ladies. He hey, saves that for Carnival. <laughs> <laughs> and you say, hey, he's South American. He'll speak the language. No, no, he doesn't speak the language. They speak Portuguese in Brazil. That's right. So. Uh, I can see Destro yelling, what's Mirage doing on here? <laughs> Is that Mirage again? That guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry, G.I. Joe in España. We're sorry. Look <laughs> at if you are a if you're a scholar of foreign G.I. Joe. This is a must-have. Absolutely. Visit that. Uh, we've got a link down below, too, for, for international international purchasers specifically. And in this case, of course, international means most of the folks who are watching this program. Um, uh, and Espana, they called him El Mirage. Right. Mm. That's, that's 
Spanish for the Mirage. Mirage, right. There's Never would have guessed. Also an Autobot <laughs> called El Mirage. Next news item. Do, 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 do. There just comes a point where I can't acknowledge them anymore. So There was a singer, <laughs> but it was El DeBarge. Different. So, uh, as alluded to in our thumbnail, pre-orders are live for this Snake Eyes figure. And you can head over to MezcoToys.com and check that out. Uh, the figure includes eight pairs of interchangeable hands, a full, uh, full uniform, a fully posable timber figure with two interchangeable heads. I haven't seen any pictures of that yet. I'd, I'd really hope that they at least get one shot of it up before they, they start collecting a whole lot of money on this. <laughs> no, that's Mexico. Uh, right. <laughs> You've also got a signature Uzi and a host of explosive knives, swords, and other destructive ninja instruments. Snake Eyes is listed at $112. That includes a $28 non-refundable deposit and is expected to ship in the first quarter of 2023. Uh, that, too, more details you can find at mezcotoys.com. And that is uh, the third in a series. We saw Destro first. We saw Roadblock second. And now here is the, the A-plus player, uh, batting third, as you put all your great hitters in the third spot in the lineup, don't you? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Is he stabbing himself? No, I think he's doing that artful anime pose with the sword where it's behind him. It doesn't look behind him. It's under Is his it armpit. Where it's in front of him. <laughs> oh, he put the sharp object between his arm and his torso. That's a good plan. It's a good way to cut your torso. Hey, hey. hey. He he's the ninja. He knows what he's doing. And I'm sure. Yeah, do a little last minute shaving. <laughs> Are you in on this? Uh, me? Yeah, I, I am in on this. <laughs> hey, look at look at you making fun, and you're in on <laughs> your body. That's but, why I can make fun of it because I am. That's right. I guess I guess you are. You have bought the right. That's for sure. <laughs> so he has. Mm. But uh, yeah, so Matt, Matt Rubin agrees with you, Rob. He thinks the blade just blends in with him. But that's cool because Snake Eyes needs to have a black sword. Just, the blade's just not in front of his body. I, There's no way that's in front of his body. Look at the shiny shadow. Look at the aura uh, above his left shoulder. Come on now. As, it's supposed as, to be the rain flashing off his shoulder, but yeah, it's uh, it's behind him. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. As much as much as that graphic is small for you guys, it's even smaller for me. So I have no idea. Better a Bob has an excellent point here. I thought it was I behind. A, hang on, hang on. Let me find it. I don't want. I don't want to lose it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and you need a T square to make sure it's perfectly level. Well, yeah. You don't want to be giving yourself a brutal chest cut at less than a ninety degree angle, or awesome. or more than one for that matter. <laughs> Be awesome if they had sloppy ones, right? They were like kind of diagonal. Or... <laughs> <laughs> he can't, he can't do this, but he can do this all day long. <laughs> you just uh, like part of his torso just kind of swings around on a on a on a hinge. Yeah, that's the, they do that for like red ninjas, right? So you can do the cut yeah. slide. Like, yeah, <laughs> now we're talking innovation. I think I've got some old Toy Biz X-Men figures that do that. Did you get Roadblock and Destro too? Yeah, I did. Because, you know, I'm dumb like that. High roller. Man. 
This is why I can't afford anything else in my life. <laughs> I, I guess. Between that and Disneyland. <laughs> All spent on Disney passes and Mezco. <laughs> and, and here is a quality question. Uh, why now do all Steak Eyes makers take pictures of him in a downpour? Wow. It's the same reason why cars are always driving on wet roads in commercials. Because we like the reflection and the shine. Yeah. We just gotta we just gotta show that he can handle, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, next news item. <laughs> hey, here's a reveal from the folks at Skeletron. That is a three and three quarter. Uh, O-ring wolf trooper. He's combined. He's got a rocket pack. He's got a, a laser sword. He's got a couple of blasters. He's got a helmet, and he's got that thing up there. That's right. It's a Skeletron head. Ooh. You can take off that dude's human head and give him a Skeletron head, and that's awesome. We need we needed a Skeletron figure to fly our Robo Skull, right? Exactly. Anything that makes me look tan, I'm good with. There you go. So Phil, you you've got the budget. You're getting six of these. Uh, j- just just the one, thank you. Just just the one. Just the one. Okay. <laughs> but uh, that is available for pre-order via the Robo Skull Backer Kit, and that is through April 30. Uh, we've got the link for that down below as well. So be sure to check that out. Even if you've even if you're, you're you you filled that out a while ago, you can still add this in through the end of next month. So we've got a lot of time to come up with funds. A lot of times to make up your mind. A lot of time to get yourself new three and three quarter Robo Skull. I imagine it's a heck of a lot less expensive than trying to find one of the old ones. Here we go. Andrew Goffkin wants brutal chest cut. Cute techno music. I don't read that as techno. I read that as brutal chest cut. Brutal chest cut. <laughs> I think he's going more the Mortal Kombat route. Brutal chest cut. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about driving in the rain, so I'm going to give this one the the track that they call Night Driving. Brutal, just God. In the rain. That's not good. Someone left the ninja in the rain. I love these tracks because they all sound like it's something that somebody did with their their Casio keyboard back in 1987. You can flint or wearing shirts, but they're cut horizontally for no damn good reason. <laughs> but lazy non-originality. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're, you're harsh tonight. You're all rested up after a week. I know. He's, he's rested up and full of bitter. I had a week off to ferment. <laughs> that's, that's the word. That's the word. <laughs> Next news item. Do, do, do. Oh yeah. And uh, Patty Lennon, our our, I, I can't call him noted author because that's a breach of contract. Uh, <laughs> but our other our other favorite author uh, released this picture on his social media today. That is uh, a stinger with major blood hanging out the door because he's. He's got uh, one too many cappuccinos in him. And this is a, a lead for Action Force Volume 2. And I'm going to guess these are the, the back of the Transformers book years. I don't know. I don't know how all this stuff is uh, apportioned out. But that, that that's a nice tease. No other information to give. Uh, just give Patty a follow. 
uh, either on Twitter or on Facebook, and um, and and you'll find out more as the rest of us find out more. And if you have a spare steering wheel for that Stinger Jeep, send it to him and send me one too. By the way, <laughs> hard to find now, man. What's the going rate for a steering wheel? Uh, steering wheel, steering wheel. Sorry, I only have a vamp one. <laughs> the steering wheel would probably cost you more on its own than if you bought the whole Jeep. I love that Phil had that handy. What do you need? Steering wheel? Sure. All you need is a nice coat of paint and you got a stinger wheel. <laughs> yeah, someone's over-toasted their marshmallows behind blood there. Yes, they have. Yeah, look at that. Is, that is the genius of Brian Hickey that is made with all of your your favorite household items. I have seen them in action. Blood dried hanging off the driver's side. It did not go well. It did not go well, no. <laughs> no. No, they just went right into the off-ramp on that one. Yeah, it wasn't good. Some, I mean, you would think a robot arm would be a little more valuable than a regular arm. Not so much. Well, it was made in the 80s, so it doesn't really work so great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well... I don't know. I mean, he is over in the UK. They, you, everything is on the the wrong side of the. Anyway, yeah, maybe, a, maybe not. That's a good point. That guy's driving in the wrong place. I mean, he, he is. <laughs> that's why they're evil. Yeah, right? yeah. I guess he, so. he is a terrorist, so I guess that okay. makes perfect sense. Determined Nothing strikes more terror into somebody that you, when someone's coming head on you. You're going the wrong way, you idiot. Determined to rule the world and break traffic laws. <laughs> As, as John Candy said in Planes, Trades, and Automobiles, how does he know which way we're going? <laughs> so anyways, that's the news. That's the news. <coughs> Thank you, Joe. Yeah. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be back with more after a word, quick word from our sponsors. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. That's right. Our good friends at Kokomo Toys, still our wonderful sponsors here on the show uh and i bring them up because tonight is the return of the community calendar We've gotten away from it for a couple of weeks but things are starting to settle in a little bit more and and uh, folks are starting to get out because it's it's getting warmer in most parts of the world couldn't tell that here in central indiana today but whatever yeah we um, will tomorrow <laughs> we'll tomorrow it'll be like 70 degrees because apparently i need a sinus headache but um yes that's a big Community calendar is back, and first up, ironically enough, is KokomoCon! And that is tomorrow, and that will be out in uh, beautiful Kokomo, Indiana. Not downtown, though. Uh, the Baymont by Wyndham Inn and & Suites, and that is at 1709 East Lincoln Road in Kokomo. Uh, I believe they are open 9 to 4? Let me pull up my list here. Well, anyways, uh, KokomoCon.com will get you all your information because I didn't write down the time. 
I got this is where you're supposed to put in the background music. Right? <laughs> See, that's that's why it's good to have that stuff. It's, I'm going to give this one the uh, Into Space background music. This is three weeks in a row I've played with background music. Because I'm jaunty. I'm a professional. <laughs> this is Into Space? Into something. Not good. No, no. Again, it's it's kind of like something off the back of our of our old Casio keyboards from the from the eighties. I'm expecting like uh, Billy Joel's uh, "Just the Way You Are" to start playing in Tom Tom's voice. What's <laughs> up? This sounds this sounds like a background track from Will Smith in his Fresh Prince days. This is... <laughs> if they'd have played this, Leia would have told him where the bass was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dante, they're on Dante. Charlie Garrison's helping us out. Ten to five. Ten to five. All right, Charlie. What up, Ten to five. That's why we're. That's why we need people like Charlie Gall Garrison here. Thanks, G. Don't be, don't be mocking Charlie G. Money. Nothing. That was a sign of respect. Believe me, when I start mocking something, that's true. Oh yeah. no. It turns, into a, it turns into a running gag that lasts through format changes. Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we at that part of the program yet? Ah, uh, no, the, no, no. The mocking portion, okay. Because also, my good, look at you. Give you a soapbox, and that's instantly what you want to do with it. Look at it. <laughs> Mock the soapbox. Ah, dial should have gone ivory. <laughs> it's ninety nine point forty four percent pure. Whatever oh, that means. Man. Yeah. We just lost five subscribers. <laughs> it's that point five six percent that gets you. Yeah, <laughs> not not why. in not in on that cutting edge soap humor. Not in the background. Oh, uh, busy week, busy weekend here in the state of Indiana because also is Geek Meet, and that is an Indiana Toy and Comic Expo production. This is going to be taking place on Sunday uh, from ten to three thirty. Uh, Hendricks County 4-H Fairgrounds and Conference Complex. Uh, that is also known as the Hendricks Power Exposition Hall. Uh, 1900 East Main Street in Danville, Indiana. You can find out more information at uh, indianatoyandcomicexpo.com. Admission is $5. Uh, kids 8 and under are free with a paid adult admission. Uh, so if you're in this general neighborhood, by all means, uh, check that out. Big, big weekend in Indiana. And I'm going to celebrate that by working the full weekend for the first time in six months. <laughs> Way to plan ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I can't control when people quit. Yeah, you can. <laughs> On some level. <laughs> I, I, got days, I got days off during the week where I felt kind of sick for those. And now I feel better. And I get to go to work on the weekend. It's it's just been it's been a great week. Okay. <laughs> What button do I push to kill the music? Uh, you don't. I just keep talking. <sighs> Talk more. I can still hear the music. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. If you blow up, all I'm just saying is if you blow up his position, oh, I'm without a living yeah. that, That's all I'm saying. Uh -huh. you know and what? I'm not playing I, the music. I'm fine over here. <laughs> I would never be a reckless carpet bomber, Rob. You know that. Question: Are are we just putting toy shows in for community calendar, or does it have to be G centered on GI Joe? It really doesn't have to be centered on GI Joe. There aren't that many of those. Yeah, uh, 
we I assume if it's got a toy show, there'll probably be some GI Joes there. Yeah, uh, that's that's really where you find them most of the time nowadays. So um, if you've got something in your area and you want to spread the word about it, we'll do our best to get it on the calendar. We'll take it. If I play real music to drown out the background music, does that get us kicked off YouTube? No, I'll yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, unless it's like, you know, classical or something. Yeah. You got a 10-second clip before you have to edit it. It's got to be something <laughs> in the public domain. Yeah. And if, if you play something for 10 seconds, I'll just cut you out. <laughs> but if I get do that, let's just extrapolate. If I do that and get cut out, I wouldn't have to listen to this anymore, right? Yeah. <laughs> Win-win. Sounds, Playing the long game. Yeah. Sounds sounds like a win-win. I know I'm at the kids' table, but let's not pretend like I don't have a little power here. Either way, <laughs> I'm not listening to that music in 10 seconds. That was into space. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. mind trying some music but good oh no we're, we're not trying we're not trying any of the tracks they give us with the intention of keeping them we're trying we're trying those tracks with the intention of me annoying the rest of you they go oh, hey so working. far they've got a perfect record yeah <laughs> yeah he's that good this is why they never let me run the board in the old days <laughs> Uh, next Sunday, on March 13, we have the Toy Man Show. If uh, you're in my old stomping grounds in St. Louis, you know all about Toy Man. Uh, it is at the Machinist Hall up in the northwest corner of town in Bridgeton uh, from 9 to 3, $5 admission there. Kids under 16 are free. Uh, $12 VIP access gets you early entry at 8 a.m. And uh, as much stuff as you see at Toy Man Show, there's even more there if you're there at 8 o'clock. I've set up there as a vendor before. And my goodness, these vendors just buy, they buy more from one another uh, than they sell to the public. Uh, but the Toy Man Show is a huge get together. So, regardless of what you're into, um, you're going to find it at Toy Man. Uh, they do it seven times a year. I can't recommend it enough. If you see Dave Draper there, get really close and touchy. He loves it. Yes, he's a hug guy. <laughs> Speaking of huggy guys, uh, if you're watching this on Facebook, go ahead, leave us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube tonight, be sure to like the video. Please subscribe. We're so close to 1,000 subscribers. It would really be great to do this on an episode where Joe Colton is not here because we could hold that over her head for ages. <laughs> I'm, gonna go ahead. I'm even going to go over to the dashboard just to see if, how, if, if the number has changed at all. Since we've well, we started, lost, you know. we lost five. Did we get them back? We'll <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, now, the, now the music's off. We may get some more. We get a couple back. Man, our Wi-Fi slow when we're trying to live stream and do other stuff online. Come on, Who channel. Thunk it. Come on. It's not like there's not two of us, had, you know, clogging up the Wi-Fi. No, we're up to nine eighty nine, so we need eleven. Eleven. Mm. You'll have to make okay. 11 alt accounts right now. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's that's yeah. about what I'm down to. <laughs> if, if you see the, the station or the channel getting liked by another channel called What's on John's Mind, then you'll know it's right. me. <laughs> What's on Bo's Mind? So wait, you can use fake accounts and bot users to make your channel artificially look more popular? Yes. I've never heard of that. Who would do such a thing? 
you know, and while you're checking out to see if you're subscribed with us, why don't you head on over to, uh, in another window, of course, Articulated Points and subscribe there. I'd appreciate that. You can see Mitch McConkey Dunk himself maybe once a month. We try, but but maybe. (laughs) And for your music fans, on his channel, he stretches out into some more freeform jazz. Yes, yes, he does, and also sings the soft hits of the 70s. If it's only the eight songs over and over again. <laughs> That's fine, though. I mean, how yeah. many how many of the soft hits do you really need? Yeah. Uh, hold off on questions. We'll we'll get to... We have time set aside for questions tonight, but it's not just yet. Uh, we're still in the middle of community calendar. We'll, we'll get... We got this. We're going to get some feedback from, from Mark and from Phil on last week, and then we're going to go right into a long Q&A with the crowd. So hang in there. Don't give up on us just yet. Uh, we've also got uh, coming up in the very near future, the former Joe Lanta. Now it's Toy Lanta. Wah, wah. March 18th to 20th. Uh, that is at the Hilton Hotel and Conference Center in Marietta, Georgia. You can get more info at toylanta.com. Um, I feel I feel a little used, but that's all right. The folks who did Joe Lanta sold, and the, the, the new owners switched it up to Toy Lanta thinking that that's going to attract a different crowd. But uh, it's uh, it's been a couple of years now since they did that, and, and uh, still still a strong G.I. Joe presence at Toy Lanta. One of the best toy, uh, one of the best G.I. Joe toy shows on the calendar year still. So, so if you're in the, if you're in the South, uh, get on out there. And, uh, Bringing up the back, uh, the Columbus Toy and Game Show is the last day of that on Sunday, March 20th. Uh, that is from 8 to 4. That is at the Ohio Expo Center Loche building in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, you can see the celebrity guests there. They've got Daniel Logan, who is the, the kid, Boba Fett, and Dickie Beer, whoever Dickie Beer is. I have no idea. Uh, Mark, you ever had a Dickie Beer? I'm, I'm No offense, because... I'm sure he's great at what he does, but I've never heard the name before, but I should have. That's awesome. Dickie Beer? Come on. I've had it. I've, I, sadly, I've had a Dickie Beer, but I, I belong to a fraternity. Long story. <laughs> Here's a long story I'll cut short. When we were in radio, we used to have to call the visiting football team to try to get a listen line to yeah. get the uh, opponent's broadcast of whatever the home team was. And so we were trying to get I remember it was Philadelphia Eagles trying to get the Eagles to give us a call or the Eagles flagship to give us a, a call in line so we could get the Cardinals play by play in Arizona. And we looked up who the engineer was because you could usually talk them into it. And the guy's name was Richard Bagg, B-A-G-G-E. Oh, no. And my friend and then pal, Chris Passamato, said, you don't think. And I'm like, there's no way, man. So he dialed up the phone and he was listening to it. And he literally fell to the floor laughing and just pointed at me to hang up the phone. So I did. And then he had me call back and no lie. He said, can I say this on the air? I'm not sure. Anyway, he shortened Richard. Yeah. And his vo- it went right to voicemail. He said, hi, you've reached the voicemail of Mag. And I'm like, how are you going by that on choice? <laughs> oh, no. I don't know, I don't know how, how it's not Richard. Right. Yeah. Like or rich, rich, Richie, at, yeah. at most rich, right? Like, but you need yeah. two syllables. You, you have Steve. An <laughs> you have an option. 
Car- yeah. Apparently, Dickie Beer for the for the uh, for jo- Josiah Alcorn helping us out there. He's a stuntman. Okay, good for him. Uh, he was Boba Fett. All That's right, into the Sarlacc. There we go. Thank you. His most memorable moment. <laughs> I yeah, still. And now they've totally changed his narrative. Remember that time Boba Fett fell into the Sarlacc and didn't die? That was me. <laughs> I didn't die. There I was, you go. Uh, Career renaissance. Remember that Anyways, time Boba, uh, Boba Fett ten... walked around for seven episodes and didn't do much? Not me. <laughs> $10 admission on, on the day of, and you get in at 9 o'clock. You do an early buyer, it's 14 and they let you in at 8. Um, and uh, But, yeah, check out uh, if you're in the uh, central Ohio area or close to uh, Columbus Toy Show is huge. Uh, so check that out. And I think that's it for community calendar. Yeah, we got a little dancing guy telling us that it's over. Yep. But nice, nice to see shows popping up again, right? Like, yes. Hey, yes. what do you know? We may be towards the end of this tunnel. Let's let's hope so, man. Let's yeah. just hope so. But um, yeah. So that's community calendar. I hope every remember if you have shows that you want to see on the community calendar, want to spread the word about. Uh, they don't really have to be GI Joe shows, uh, just toy shows. We don't want we. we we, something that is expressly a toy show. We, we don't want to do every every little comic book, you know, garage sale out there. Uh, but something that is a, a toy show with with vendors and and gatherings, by all means, send it to us at what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. We will do our best to include it uh, on a Friday afternoon, Friday evening, whatever whatever the hell time it is. I don't know anymore. Um, it's been a long week. What can I tell you? Um, but uh, a Friday evening team stream, um, and and we'll do our best. This is we're, we've always been about building community, uh, so we're going to do our, our best to get everybody out and, and meeting one another after two years of being inside. Um, so that brings us to uh, last week. It doesn't bring us to last week, but it brings us to your thoughts on last week. Um, the world has already heard Rob and myself and and uh, Hooded Cobra Commander seven eight eight. We expounded at length uh, on what we saw at the at the uh, the reveals last week, and we wanted to give you guys the chance to do the same. Uh, what we did at the end, we, we had uh, an Olympic podium set up in honor of the close of the China Games. Phil Donnelly, you're our guest. Why don't you go ahead first? What would be your bronze, silver, and gold medal finishers on last week's Hasbro Pulse reveals? <laughs> Uh, well, I think it's probably going to be bronze is dusty, silver, crimson guard, and gold is, uh, Zorana. Okay. And Mark Weber, he's quickly compiling his statistics. Hmm, Let me write it down. It's funny because I'm not a Tiger Force fan and I'm not really a Bazooka fan, but, uh, if they're going to do... Uh, Rakondo and Tiger Force Bazooka, this is exactly how I would have done it. If you're running Tiger Force at the same time, get them out first in the more uh, niche uh, paint job, and then you'll come back with the A-plus version of it later. So, But Bazooka, and I was really surprised at this, because that they didn't go over it. The second they put up that image, I'm like, that's a different chest cut. 
And like, well, of course, that's where you went, Webb, right? But <laughs> that, that is what everyone in America said when that image popped up. It's, it's a significant change in articulation. And I don't think they said boo about it even once. Yeah. And mind you, it wasn't that everybody said, hey, that's a different chest cut. It's that everybody said, hey, Mark Webber is going to say that's a different chest cut. That's what they all said. That's yeah, what everybody and, said. And I got to say, looking at it, still looks like trash, um, but maybe not quite as bad. Um, but that's just my own personal picadillo. Uh, but it's significant. I was, I was a little disappointed they didn't get into that because I, they must have done it for a reason. And it opens up big questions, right? Is this the new norm? Is this hit or miss? Is it? Will they use it for some guys but not other guys? Um, I don't know. They, they they talked about his sleeves, which look fantastic. Yeah, that's, that was a neat effect there. It really is, uh, and kudos to them for for finding a way to do better articulation or you know to reflect cloth better. But like when we were doing uh, football figures at McFarland, and they wanted to put in a torso swivel, and I'm like. You're going to make every numeral look ridiculous the second right. someone twists the figure at all. So who's a natural right. G.I. Joe to have a big old cut right through his torso? Bazooka. Yeah. In his Ken Anderson jersey. Yeah. So, eh. But I, I, I think it might be, you might not be able to do that regular chest cut, you know, that they do with the jersey and still have it look like the jersey. So they might have sacrificed some aesthetic for that. Yeah. But. And, and. Whatever their reasoning is, you know, am I going to tear it apart? Probably. Uh, but I would like to have heard it, right? Like, I, I like Lenny. I think Lenny's a, a spectacular designer. And I like that they had Tony on there from the model shop. Tony's great. Those guys did, uh, they take Halloween seriously a couple of years ago because they're both weightlifter guys. They did Hawk and Animal. Legit. Like, no shirts and everything. So, Tony and Lenny back together again, that's that's good for the brand. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I like I like the Tiger Force stuff, even though I'm not a Tiger Force guy, because that's how I would have done it. I'm a little disappointed we didn't have that Joe wasn't on the show the week that they revealed the Ricardo figure, but fine. <laughs> uh, I agree with uh, Phil. Asks, Will the cover picture next week be Ricardo <laughs> in honor of Joe's return? And to which I, I replied, Joe who? Right. <laughs> the, the best, if, as, if, you're, if, you're, uh, follow, if you follow Joe Cold on social media, you know that she's on a boat uh, in the sun, and she posted up posts up a ton of pictures. And one of them, she's wearing a gigantic brim sun hat. And all the all the comments were you can guess where I jumped in. It was like, "You look great. Hope you're having fun. You're the best. Miss you, Joe. Hey, fold half of that hat up." <laughs> I'm that type of guy. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, I'm, I totally agree with Phil. The Crimson Guard's fantastic. Like, he looks great. The, I would like to have seen the backpack come up a little bit, it's a little something, but that's fine. Um, it, it was just the render, so it, it yeah, yeah. You know, it, it could and, and that might be, I mean, that might change the chest cut on Bazooka, too. Who knows? They, yeah, they could have just taken, they could have <laughs> left, left the or cut piece of the backpack off to so that it wouldn't, wouldn't mess with the shoulders, yeah. And I, I like the uh, the Viper three pack. Like, I mean, the price is a little a little funky, uh, but but I like that you're getting troop builders available where it isn't too difficult. 
Yeah, I, I see the the Viper three pack wound up being kind of a disappointment for me. Okay. And it was especially because you've got three of the same figure, just two different paint jobs. Uh, they're not particularly decked out extravagantly. Like the the gun pack out is not huge. Mm-hmm. It's got some of those fire effects. Sure, that's great. But they wound up they they cost more yeah. than the average figure. Like that that's. That's just backwards, right? Yeah, I'm not wild about the extra cost. And this is the first one that comes in the pure cardboard box, right? No plastic. Right. Which, and I don't I don't know if, if this has been talked about widely, but for a product that's eminently repackable, there's mm-hmm. a problem. There's going to be a lot of repacks going back to Target. Not me, because I don't shop at Target. I take my repacks back to Walmart. Uh, but, <laughs> like a true gentleman. <laughs> like a gentleman. Where, where they always took repacks, so that won't change a thing at Walmart. Yeah, yeah it's true. Um, but again, especially for a $25 figure, I, I get why they're going, you know, plastic-free. It's like the 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 paper straws I'm getting at McDonald's now and or the neutered football where guys don't really get blown up anymore. I understand why it is the way it is, but... I still miss it a little bit. Like twenty five bucks for a figure, I want to make sure Storm Shadow's not cross eyed. Right. Right. And at least with the Viper, we don't have to worry about that. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a really good point, actually. But the other bit that it opens up is now that I mean, I know there's a photo on the back, but now that the art is what's selling the figure for sure on the front for for the uninitiated, that's what you're looking at to decide whether to take it off the peg. This is where having a different art style for every character is a real problem. So, yeah, it's I guess it's the trickle up effect. I don't know, but yeah, me. But uh, Dean McKay asks, did we record Joe swearing to play during the show at some point? No, we we will be more than happy to just capture capture the new swearing as it happens. But yeah, S. Myers has has my point there. They're basically charging fifteen bucks for extra guns and blast effects. They're not really even extra guns. It's just it's two extra rifles. Yeah. I don't, I, to, to be clear, I don't I don't like the charge for it, but I like. Oh, the pack uh, itself is fine, but it's just yeah. like if you're gonna offer up a three pack of the same figure as an army builder, mm-hmm. isn't like I was I was expecting seventy dollars because again. They're not throwing least. so much extra in there that it's worth more. Yeah. At the very least, keep it at seventy-five so that you're, you're at least your pricing is consistent. I think I was I was especially tickled because I like to build for a troop. I like three, and then if there's an officer or a leader, I like one one guy to command this small squad of three. And I only ever got one viper, so I looked at this and went, "Hot oh, damn, I'm good. I have my three vipers. I have my one officer. Let's go." Yeah, they don't look like they're different that much from the Target Viper at all. Mm-hmm. Maybe they painted the neck. You just have to do the side by side. Maybe the blue is a little bit darker. Yeah, because I mean, I, they even have like the you know the the neckerchief, you know, but because yeah. they can't because they're not classy enough for an ascot. Well, no, I mean, they're they're common grunts. I mean, you know, yeah. that's, you save the uh, the ascot for the officer. You would think the officer would have an ascot. But... Yeah, maybe they're all named Fred. Probably, Phil. You put, uh, you put the Crimson Guard will have him then. Phil, you put Zorana on top of your metal stand. Talk about Zorana. Well, I might have a thing for Zorana. <laughs> but, All right. 
So horn dog. Okay, I thought we were gonna have a, I thought we were gonna have a good, good conversation there. I was wrong. I just always like appreciate more female figures in the line, and you know, she looks like I expect as around to look, and you know, doing it better than the '86 figure for sure. Yeah, no, I, I put her at the top of my pyramid too. So I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not criticizing the choice by any stretch. Is she gonna come with the funky rifle? You think they, they, didn't, say, they didn't say? Yeah. So Mark, but considering uh, how traditional these are getting, I bet. Yeah, it was called the the handheld garden weasel by somebody, <laughs> and that that was the best the best commentary on that weapon that I think I've ever seen. Um. So Mark, you you didn't give us your full your full metal stand. What who's what's who's who's finished? Who's bronze? Who's silver? Who's gold? Uh, bronze was Tiger Force Bazooka. Okay. And uh, silver was Crimson Guard. And gold was the Vipers. I dug the Vipers. Price, oh, okay. you, you did say that. Not yeah, price, price notwithstanding. I'm keen on the Vipers. So I, I know there was uh, some some thinking there that you would have some talk about the the brutal chest cut on the Crimson Guardsman. Nothing there? I mean, it's it, it sucks, but it's not a surprise, right? I mean, it's pretty much what we thought it was going to look like. Uh, yeah, it does ruin the aesthetic of one of the best design figures of all time, but no shocker. I, I also wanted to make sure you got the opportunity to talk about, uh, you know, how our leak video didn't miss on anything. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> we, should do, we should do another one of those. <laughs> You're going to keep a running scoreboard behind you of just like 41 for 41 now? Uh, right. <laughs> I, I believe it was like what eleven for eleven. You know? Weird, you know, I, if I don't want to take it back, but uh, maybe more than the Vipers is that mind bender. Like as long as you're okay with, you know, going completely old school. If you wanted a completely old school mind bender, they pretty much killed it for you. Yeah, they yeah. So now, if you want to argue, man, that doesn't age so well. Yeah, you probably got a point, but I, I don't. Um... And as as we've gotten further away from the event itself, I'm I'm starting to get concerned that there's just nothing different about these guys versus their classic incarnations. Yeah. Like Zarada's a little different. They did update her a bit um, with 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 her her clothes choices, but like Dusty's the same. They didn't even give him the. They had that 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 nice flak jacket that they put on Beachhead. They could have put that on Dusty too, and I don't think anybody would have complained. Um, you know, uh, Mindbender is exactly the same. The Crimson Guard, I'll give a pass to because you don't improve on that design. Yeah. Uh, but Tomax and Zaymot look exactly the same. Uh, Stalker has some extra add-ons, but essentially he's he's the same as his classic look. Are we? Are we? I'll, I'll pose it to you two guys, and Rob too, because this is this is a new question. We haven't heard your take on any of it. But um, are, are we maybe relying a little too much on classic designs at this point? I was actually thinking about that all this afternoon when I was trying to think of what we should, what we'd be talking about later tonight. And uh, I do think we are kind of getting caught in a rut. We saw that happen with the 25th anniversary too, where, you know, it quickly became about updating old figure designs and getting as many of those out as we could with, you know, some new characters like shock trooper in between, but it's really focusing on classified of just getting those old figures out again. And, I kind of figured it would go this way where the first wave would be this updated designs, but then you get 
backlash from the community who just want to stick to those 80s designs. And then we just kind of slowly drift back to those. And, you know, I, I like those designs, but I do think, you know, it, there is room for new stuff or even just changing it up a bit. Like I was thinking Marvel Legends, um, that classics Fantastic Four, Mr. Fantastic, comes with an alternate set of arms and a lab coat. So you can change them into a lab coat or just his classic costume. I was like, how hard would it have been for Mindbender to come with an alternate set of arms and then a, the lab coat you could put on him and then make him look more like his Valor versus Venom figure or the 86 figure? <laughs> and then at least you'd be doing something different with what we're getting out. Yeah, I, I'm even okay with, like, I don't, I'm not saying that we needed to do wholesale changes. But just there, there was kind of a, a sweet spot in there where it was, where a, a lot of the figures were 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 clearly based on their classic version, but there were different elements to them. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like a total homer on this, but like I think, I think the beachhead is a good example of that. How it obviously it's beachhead, right? Ooh. But there's enough that's different that it doesn't look exactly like the '86 version, and and. And yet it still it still does, right? But it, but if you look at it, you know, you put one next to the other, and there's clearly some very different design elements. If I th I have a feeling that when we get dusty in hand, that's not going to be the case. It's going to look four inch dusty, dusty, yeah, and exactly the same six inch dusty. It just hits a slider scale. I guess <laughs> I'll I'll defend my measure a little bit because they they did say they updated the monocle that it's a little more. I mean, Technical. yeah, well, it makes it's it's, it's, bit, but... it's cut in such a way that it's going to make the eye look bigger behind yeah. it. It's kind of cool, but yeah. but yeah, to me, it's not even more so. I'll go a step further than than using the old aesthetic. The problem, the big problem with Joe and, and Transformers to some extent is they have such a deep roster of beloved and cool characters that both brands have gotten away from what made it one of the reasons it was most awesome was at the beginning of every year when you found your first figure and flipped it over there's 20 new joes and cobras that you've never heard of before uh -huh. and you can't wait to figure out which ones are going to be your favorites right because you by looking at them you already have a couple of candidates right but you won't know until you actually see the figure and read the file card and if you're not making new characters then you are missing part of the core of both Joe and Transformers. And we haven't seen one yet. So I'm going to remember how nuts people went when Gung Ho looked different. I'm going to say that that doesn't quite work because Gung Ho was bad. He didn't look different. He looked wrong. Yeah, he was just, he just, just, there was nothing about that that screamed classic Gung Ho. Nothing. Army hat and an Aryan tattoo. And they didn't have to do either. No. no. Just, just if they'd, uh, I, 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 I like it, but I think Duke is one of the characters in that sweet spot. Like, he looked different enough, mm -hmm. but clearly that design was still Duke, right? Yeah. There, there, there's nothing about that that doesn't say Duke, but it's not exactly the same yeah. as 1984 Duke. Well, and I think they're getting there a little bit with Dusty from an environmental trooper uh, perspective. And, and barbecue was a nice bit of a break, but I want to see some guys that look a little different, right? Like, I would, yeah. I would go nuts for airtight. Right, I would go nuts for snow job or torpedo or wetsuit or give me something different than than a, you know ground troops that are going to rush a base. 
Come on. Well, I mean, we know we know Ricondo's coming, and he's a jungle trooper, so. Yeah, but he's still a yeah. ground. He's still, he, he's, ground still he's still pretty. Troop, right? Yeah, he's still pretty. He can end up looking like a standard army. You know, he's going to be khaki and you know camo. Yeah, give me that diver. Give me the the paratrooper, right? Give me something different. There's so much different in Joe. That's why it, it's a big reason why it was great and why it was relevant and fresh for so long. And it's missing it right now. Um. And so I, I do want to bring up too the the one perhaps the most divisive element from last last Thursday uh, that Megatron hissed. So your guys' thoughts? I, I know Phil, you're you you were complaining because it, it it's going to hurt your wallet. Yeah, it's it's ninety bucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to complain on cost there. I think that that is absolutely what that what that's worth. Um, but you're a fan. You're in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, got one on pre-order, and uh, it's definitely going to see some play. Um, I did see somebody, like, photoshopped uh, Megatron's torso to be black, and it kind of blends in with the robot parts more, and I thought, you know, it was an interesting design choice, because it really does look like uh, Megatron wearing, you know, a his tank as a Halloween costume. A little yeah, bit. That, that's <laughs> yeah. That's my issue there too, Mark. Mark, your thoughts here? I mean, most most Transformers are better robots or better vehicles, and it's pretty obvious where they started with here, right? Which is fine with me, as a, as a Joe fan first. I'd rather it turn into a really good looking his tank, and it does. What made me nervous about it, and what I really didn't like about it, is if we are actually hoping for some sort of O-ring relaunch or renaissance, they just used the best version of a top 10 character as being exclusive to a $90 Transformer crossover. Right. So unless they're going to just re-release her at some point, there aren't a whole lot of different ways to skin well the original Baroness figure. And so to dedicate it to a $90 Transformer crossover makes me wonder, are they, are they serious about this O-ring thing or not? It feels, well, it kind of feels like no, they aren't, and I don't know that I would include Baroness in in this if I felt like I was really trying to get O-ring off the ground. Yeah, this this feels like a spot to put Rippin or somebody, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, or a new character. Well, maybe not a new character. Dark Lawn, go way out there. No, yeah, but it, it would be it would be shocking if if they put the Baroness out there and then just decided never to get a use of that mold again. So, right. Well, but this would be the place to do a blue Baroness, right? Yeah. Something like Although and the black fits, I mean, the, I think they'll, I think the Baroness will come again. I mean, what? if you're using Megatron, I mean, that's an A plus transformer character. I think you want to match it up with an A plus Joe character. Uh, that's, that's fair, but this isn't, yeah. the, this isn't the place for the black, you know, OG Baroness figure. You should have, you should have made like this, always, always make the exclusives the funky version, right? No, but, but if you if you sell it as the Baroness and then you paint it up like that chameleon, then yeah, that works. Yeah, you, you said that, Phil, but you said it as a joke. But that that's actually if you put the 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 black suited Baroness with all the red trim like chameleon had, mm -hmm. yeah, that that works as an as an exclusive type figure. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or like you know, like make some like parts gray, or you know, give some contrast on that figure or something. The animation colors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. Uh, we'll uh, we'll kind of segue this into the the crowd questions. So if you have been saving up on those, by all means, now's the time. Uh, since Hasbro's doing Shattered Glass, does that mean club characters like Crimson Asp and Freestyle are fair game? Fair games. Fair games. Um, I think they were already they fair. Both game. Game shows. But no, they were already fair game. All jokes mm. aside, because um, Hasbro owns those, so. Yeah, why wouldn't they? I, I doubt that they're popular enough to, to get in classified as it stands right now. Uh, Kamakura was something of a surprise, and I, I hope they continue with more of the mo more modern characters. Uh, I'd love to see Barrel Roll. I'd love to see Bomb Strike. Um, really, all, any, any of the stall kids, if you will, mm -hmm. would, be, would be great. Um, hey, Torpedo 83's got a good point. I'm looking. It's right in the middle. The hiss. Not that you're biased or anything. Come on now. I don't even play my hits very often. They only gave me like four items a year. Oh, yeah. Hiss made more sense the sound wave. Well, yeah, he kind of did. I don't think we're going to see too many transforming G.I. Joe vehicles, though. So if you're going to, they're going to do a Prime, they're going to do a Megatron, yeah. they'll get a Star Scream and maybe a. Well, if you do a Star Scream to scale for the jet, uh, yeah. he's going to be a lot bigger than Megatron. <laughs> That's another Hasbro Pulse. <laughs> I Perhaps a Skyhawk or something like that. I pitched a subline of Transformers of the ones that were basically Joe vehicles, right? So there was, you know, there was an actual guy named Snowcat who was a Snowcat, and there were, you know, Night Ravens that could have passed as SR seventy one Blackbirds, and I had a whole line that wouldn't wouldn't have required much tooling, and I said, nah. So there you go. Oh, uh, by the way, did anybody rip them for the O-ring trooper and officer two-pack? Uh, rip them how? Well, that they put them in uh, in military olive an olive green box for Cobra Troopers. That's fine. And that the artwork had the trooper holding the AK-47 and the officer holding the dragon. <laughs> yeah, I got that, and I quoted I quoted you as the voice in my head that noticed it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, it, it very. I just wanted to. I wanted to hear that. Hear that come from you, so I could line it up. Well, and how are you going to do a, a three pack of Vipers, an officer with two troopers? Because you don't want to have one officer equal one trooper, right? And then do an officer trooper two pack at the same time. Yeah, I I, I, I get you. I I just don't. Uh, as you said, I don't think they have huge plans for the O ring line as it stands right now, and just whatever they push out is whatever they push out. If they don't have. If they don't have big plans for the O-ring, why'd they blow the first HasLab Joe item on an O-ring relaunch? Right now, though. Like, I, I just don't think they have that much that's ready to go. Mm. Like, they, they did they did the HasLab because that stuff's all coming out next year. But what they have ready to go right this very second is a Cobra officer and a Cobra trooper, and I imagine we'll see them both again, different forms and variations and what have you. I have no... Python Patrol. <laughs> right. Yeah. I have no insight on this. This is absolute pure speculation. Yeah. Which is what, I, what I'm good at, really. Um, I think that they're already getting out of that O-ring line. That's my guess. You can do a handful of things and go, meh. Well, we tried. That's my guess. <laughs> Not to bring the room down or anything, but... S. Myers says, I don't think they're going to release any non-A-list characters in O-ring at this stage. Well... 
No, I think you're right. You you gotta you gotta lead with strength on those things. But yeah, how crazy would it be if they made a Starduster though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there there would be uh, probably bonfires in the streets at. Uh... Yeah. Next O Rig two pack, Colonel Courage and Ice Cream Soldier. Hey, hey. <laughs> I mean, all eco-warriors all the time. They also talked about wanting to get O-rings into the hands of kids, but making the Pulse exclusives in $40 two-packs is antithetical to that. Yes. Yes, and good use of antithetical. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing. 100% true there. Nothing this brand is doing is kid-aimed. doesn't even have to be kid-focused. Just uh, you know, a wide enough shotgun splatter to hit more than the dedicated 48-year-old Joe fan. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Uh, Joe Self asks, uh, do you think there's, we're still getting a Mezco Firefly? Did they pivot to Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow because they knew they would sell? Uh, I don't think there's any rush on the Mezco stuff. I, I think if Firefly was in the works, he's still in the works. Yeah. But with with Snake Eyes, I get wanting to strike while the iron's hot. Like, I, Granted, he's Snake Eyes and he's evergreen and he's always going to sell, but there's still at least a whatever small amount of momentum that movie created <laughs> in streaming and rentals. Cause it did do good streaming business. It did do good <laughs> rental business and continues to do so as people find it. Cause they certainly didn't go to the theaters to see it. Momentum. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's true. It's true. It's still doing well in streaming and in rentals. Even dead uh, cats bounce Mike. Right. But again, if you're going to take advantage of that dead cat bounce, this is where you get your. your it's actually metal. it's actually bad news for the brand if it's doing better, because it means more people are being more people are seeing people are seeing that of the Snake Eyes character. This the is GI Joe. The worst thing that could happen it would be for it to be a hit. And they yeah. should that. Yes and no, you know. Just... We got a hero who's not necessarily that heroic. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you're right. Why he is, is so, he the bad guy in his own movie? So funny, Hollywood guy. Out of all of Phil's review stories, who is the most surprising? I was surprised, but Crazy Legs was crazy. I. What is this talking about specifically? Phil, help me out. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually not sure. <laughs> <laughs> my review stories I don't think I've ever covered Crazy Legs <laughs> yeah okay uh, Doug Dello asks uh, so is Kamakura the favorite form of Sean Collins for the community or do you think they picked that version because Throwdown would be another Snake Eyes yes to the second one definitely yeah. um, as far as Kamakura goes I think your mileage varies I liked Kamakura I think mm-hmm. there was a little bit more care taken into the creation and development of Kamakura than there has been with Throwdown. Um, I I have to I'll go on the record. Throwdown's one of the things I really don't like about the modern IDW run. Like the, the fact that they you know he's he's you know repurposed Sean Collins and then the same thing happens to him that happened to Snake Eyes. It's it's a little too kid flash if you get what I'm saying. Well, um, Snake Eyes was dying. For, for a, Right. For, for a book that's that's supposed to be more real world setting, it's a little hmm, I don't know. It, it's 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 a little hokey. So not not my favorite 
Uh, Throwdown is not one of my favorites. No. Yeah, I would think you could tell a really good story if the idea was that Sean Collins was not impersonating, but filling the role of Snake Eyes so the world didn't believe he was gone. And because of that, he's not speaking for, you know, hours, days, weeks at a time, even though he has the capacity to do it. How would that change your personality, right? If you were actually abandoning the most basic form of communication as a grown adult, I, there's something there, but you know, we're not, we're not going to see it. But, <laughs> well, not only that too, but I mean, in the story itself, um, yeah, we just meet Sean Collins in the Real American Hero series, really, as a Joe for the first time, and he immediately gets Snake Eyesified. Right. Whereas, like two issues later, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and whereas, you know, the Kamakura thing is probably a little bit more Kid Flash because he's the apprentice for a while and then gets to step up. Right. And I was fond of, I was fond of Kamakura from Jump because I wasn't expecting Joe to come back, really, right? And when DDP brought it back, I think he's the first Joe we see, right? In the very first issue of DDP's G.I. Joe Relaunch. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I think Tom so, Curtis, yeah. The yeah. first Joe we see, and we don't know who he is. So he automatically had, you know, had some favor for me and from, I think, a lot of fans to be like, Joe is back. Oh, and this is, guess what? A new, a character, new character, right? Pretty cool. Snake Eyes has an apprentice. That's right. awesome. Whether you ultimately like the DDP run or not, cannot take away from them that they did. They tried to get new blood in there. Where they could. Yeah, yeah. Um, they also incorporated the new characters that Hasbro was cranking out. You know, at that time. So that's true. And even yeah. if you grew not to like it, if you're a Joe fan at all, an old school Joe fan, I guess you can't tell me you weren't crazy excited to open up issue one. Oh right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was a big moment. Really, the first, the first, you know, like year or two of that run. I mean, that's a, it's a pretty strong opening. I think it loses its way a little bit as it goes further, and then you get into that red shadow thing where they're not really the red shadows, but yeah, I tended to like the DDP run, but I think I was, yeah, I was forgiving of it because I was just so happy to have the comic back. I think that last eighteen months or so of it tarnished a lot of takes. I, I think, I think we generally liked it as as a whole. I think we generally liked it. But it yeah. hung on a little bit too long. And and from what we've, if you go way back into our archives, uh, you can hear us talk with some of the talent that was involved in creating that book. Um, and there were just, a, there, there got to a point where there were a lot of fingers in the soup, so to speak. Uh, and it, it started to show in the product. I want to remind everybody, if, if you have uh, a comment that you want to add to the discussion that we have that we don't get to, by all means, Leave it as a comment down below, and, and we'll do our best to, to respond to it later. Um, also, be sure to to like the video and subscribe to the channel. We are so close to a thousand subscribers. Uh, you know, Mark Weber's going to plot. I was going to say, "Hey, Joe, what are you doing over here?" <laughs> right. You I got the to... Devil's Due issues behind me. I was trying All to see right. if I had the trade where the first issue was. To, to I, thought, check. I thought we were boring you. <laughs> We've never bored a guest live on camera before visually. I'm no. trying to fact check in real time. Uh, <laughs> Mark, Mark, Mark I, I, I disagree. We actually have. Have we? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, as, I'll, when we get done, I'll tell you who, and you'll you'll agree. Okay. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> I, remember, I remember a guy. Yeah, Torpedo83 asked the crucial question. What, no toll booth? I know!
<laughs> They're saving that for the PulseCon exclusive YMCA pack. I like that. Um, Dude, that's not a bad uh, idea. You could, do it. you could do it. Pack them out, right? It'd be. Joe Self asks, over under on 40%, they will announce a classified HasLab during Yojo June. Emily said it would be a big panel. So why don't we go around the horn here? Uh, Phil, you're, you're our guest. You go first. 40% says, uh, over or rather, over under 40%, they'll announce a classified HasLab during Yojo June. Um, I'll probably go under just because... We didn't hit that last stretch stretch goal they had going, so maybe they're a bit gun shy right now about doing it. <laughs> Rob, I I give it fifty. So you're going over. Yeah, I'll, I'll go over, but like uh, it's a coin flip. Rob Rob doesn't understand the the intricacies of sports betting. No. Is, he's as pure as the driven snow. Mark Weber. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think we'll have big news or we would have told you about it already. Hey, yo! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, but no, I, we do want to give them some credit because they gave us a lot of info yeah. and a lot of images and... Yeah, they, they, have, they have soared past the material that we had leaked to us. Yep, yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't watch a lot of the other brand stuff that Hasbro does, but some people who watch everything have trumpeted the Joe panel as the best one they've done in ages. So they're, they're doing a good job. And, and believe yeah. me, I know the pain of having a reveal that you're sitting on for a show or for whatever, and then it gets broken right before you have the chance to actually reveal what you've been working on for <laughs> a year and a half. It sucks. It really sucks. So... Yeah. Because I had uh, a Transformers panel at, at BotCon once where nothing had leaked. And every, I didn't have to pull anything out or say, as you guys heard about on Tuesday. <laughs> and there's there's nothing better than revealing something new, actually to a live crowd, uh, revealing something you believe in that you think they're going to like, but you don't know for sure. So uh, kudos to them for having, having good stuff to reveal. And giving all the fans a good show last week. So uh, over under forty percent on classified Haslab. Uh, I'll go over. I, I bet we get something. All right, I'm I'm actually going to go under, but not too far under. I think one out of three. So thirty three percent chance. But I think forty percent is probably pretty close to the line. That's a good question. Um, and maybe it won't be one of three running all at the same time. Right. <laughs> They'll, maybe they'll run it next to Cookie Monster just to give it an easy win. Maybe it is Cookie Monster. That's hard. I Dude, like that Cookie Monster. It was Cookie Monster that transforms into a Rolling Thunder. If they did, <laughs> if they did Cookie Monster now, I'd have bought it. But at mm -hmm. the time, I was just not able to. I was absolutely yeah. in on that one. Maybe it's an Optimus Prime Sesame Street crossover, <laughs> and it looked like Optimus wearing a Cookie Monster on his back. You mean you skinned him, and is now wearing him for warmth? His <laughs> high. You're a robot. This is cool. It's but it's it'll it'll be the new it'll be the new um you know animal pack. It'll be you know. Yeah, I I didn't even know that some Kamakura some, and some Joe and Cookie Monster. I didn't even know that Kamakura and Throwdown were both supposedly the same character. Yes, they are both Sean. Yeah. Kong. 
in different worlds, but Sean Collins. Um, Larry Hama claims that he did not know that Conqueror existed. I tend to believe him. He, he, he's always said that he doesn't follow along the Joe that he doesn't write because he doesn't want it to change who the characters are in his head. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, Joe Self's got a good question. How's that? Down at the bottom, Joe Self. I, I'm, not, I'm not at the bottom. I'm looking for ones in the middle. Oh, okay. But well, everybody, is, every, everybody is uh, everybody's discussing the fine points in the chat, so it's taking me a minute. That's fine. We have many fine points. Matt, Matt O'Brien asks, so what vehicles do each of you want to see in Classified? Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> Phil, you're our guest. You go first. Realistically nope. or like, well, <laughs> well sky's why, the limit. Why don't, why don't, because sky's the limit, we're, we're just going to sit here and try to to give the most outlandish answer. Bug. Yeah. Bug. Right. <laughs> Defiant. And What's if your answer? Not, why is it the bug? If your answer is not the Cobra Hammerhead, it's wrong. But uh, <laughs> no, let, let's go for something that is conceivably uh, attainable in today's market standard. We, we all kind of have the same idea of what that entails. So let, let's stick with a, like a, a starter vehicle here that's, that's, Something that would stand without a particularly strong figure. You know, I'll probably get mocked for this, and you know, it gets a lot of flack. But I kind of think a buzzboard would be fun. I like the buzzboard. I hated it as a kid. Oh no, uh, Rob! <laughs> I take it back. Rob, you're up. Uh, I am going to say Skyhawk. <laughs> okay. uh, Mark Weber. Uh, the Cobra Claw. Got to do the claw. Wouldn't even cost much, right? But the yeah. but the the win, and I believe I believe we're going to see this at the uh, the Joe whatever fest. Uh, Serpentor in the chariot. It works great as a small box set. Oh yeah, yeah. It got so yeah. That that's the one I think we're getting. But the one I really want is the claw because the, the claw is so much better than the jump, right? The jump is just a backpack. Yeah, no, and it's I iconic and yeah, cool, but it never even originally. The jump is feel, great, but it's no claw. No, the jump never felt like it was worth the price, right? Ever. That's, <laughs> so, I disagree because and when it I, wasn't I, expensive. <laughs> when I got it, it had a figure. Yeah, well, having Grand Slam certainly helped, uh, but the claw is awesome. Uh, but I'm not positive who you put with it because I think that a claw is Storm Shadows thing. And I wouldn't waste. Well, they're not going to do it. I, 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 I wouldn't have wasted G one Storm Shadow with a claw. I think a, a little vehicle like that is just a perfect opportunity to give us a slight print, a slight repaint on a Cobra Trooper or something, and, and include him. Yeah, Viper Pilot. Ooh, that's a good yeah, idea. What a Viper Pilot! Yeah. There you go. Because they're never going to do it. There you go. Make, make it up yeah. for the buzzboard. Winner. <laughs> with the silver logo on the chest, and yeah, way to dig yourself out of the hole. Full so. win. <laughs> and just keep digging right right through to the other side. <laughs> just keep going. Uh I, I I'm with Mark on that one actually. I, I, I think it's it's the, the claw's the one I'd like to see. I think the chariot's gonna be the one that comes in. Uh Vagon's great question here. What's the figure you didn't like, but after learning their story made them better? And I have I have uh 
Rob and I have had this discussion a number of times. I always tell him that I was so out on Road Pig, and then I saw Road Pig in the comics, and I was totally in on Road Pig. So Road Pig is my guy. As far as this, the answer to this question, he, yeah, absolutely. Love him. Can't get enough. Mark Weber. I mean, I don't have a good answer for this, but from the original year one, the one guy who's a straggler always is short fuse, right? And so, but once I read up on this file card and, and, you know, played it up a little bit, I actually made him kind of a jerk in my, you know, Joe universe. In your head. Like, yeah, he was the guy who was prickly and nobody liked and, and he had, you know, like we were already making fun of Liam Neeson, but he did have a specific set of skills, right? There are some things that only a mortar, without an airstrike, only a mortar is going to help you get, right? So he would take out like a key co-machine gun nest that mm-hmm. nobody else could get to and prove his his value in specific situations that way. So even though Short Views is the most boring of the original Joes, uh, his, the idea that the, even back then, anti-heroes weren't that big a deal. There weren't that many of them. It wasn't every other comic was an anti-hero. So the idea that... It would be America, very soon. Very soon. But the, the idea that America's fighting force of the best of the best would include a guy who was kind of an asshole. Uh, I like that. It was it was future thinking, or ahead of the curve anyway. So, Rack time, Rob. I'd have to say Dr. Mindbender. Yeah, he's another strong contender. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at... When I first saw him on the back of the figure, I was like, what on earth is that? Right, and and then you read, you know, you see the cartoon, you read the comics with him, and goes, "Oh, I get it. He's nuts. Now I get it. <laughs> he's awesome. Thank like, he's, he's the right kind of five, crazy to be an evil supervillain." Thank you, five-time guest Brian Cummings. <laughs> it's his birthday today. Happy oh, birthday, hey. Brian! Yeah, happy Way to birthday, tie it in. Cummings, <laughs> yeah. so. Former dentist. What's a better villain for a kid? No, no, he was an orthodontist, so it's even. It's easy. Give you the braces. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna file that under unnecessary corrections, but good for you. <laughs> oh no, 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 the orthodontist is gonna be slapping braces on. Yeah, eight years of trips to the orthodontist, absolutely worse than the dentist. Yeah, fair. And all those tiny little rubber bands they give you. <laughs> right. For, for me, the, the biggest value of Mindbender was taking that sweet black cloak off of him. And replacing Serpentor's garbage green ripped cloak. He looks so much better with Mindbender's coat, and Mindbender just looked cold. Makes it easier for, for him to sit in a tank or something. I suppose. <laughs> Phil, who you got? Wild card. Oh, yeah, he was fun. Oh, yeah. He's mm-hmm. kind of an ugly figure, was it? Maroon pants and like ripped a sleeve green vest, but yeah, he's just so much fun in the comics. Just yeah. a guy Breaking who's so it, unlikely yeah. dropping things all the time, and yet kind of his klutziness working in his favor. I love him. His own luck powers. <laughs> That's right. Uh what newer characters do all of you want to see in the classified line? I've already answered with this one, so Phil, why don't you go ahead and, and double up here? I mean, newer characters and the fact that he's uh, 19 years old, but uh, we'll, we'll 20 put, years old. We'll put the line of newer as post-1994. Okay. 
newer. Crosshair. I always like the look of him. He's there always a fun character. There you go. I brought him up last week. Rack time, Rob. I'm going to go with Bomb Strike. All right. Mark Weber. Dr. Link Talbot, baby. <laughs> All right. There we go. We're done there. I mean, somebody has to make sure that, you know, junkyard and order aren't crapping on the carpet. So, yeah, fine. Uh, well, there's been so many good brand new characters. I mean, Tombstone and Stiletto and Sightline. And, oh, wait a minute. Sorry. That's fine. You're allowed to, you're allowed to pick those. Being repetitive here. Well, we talked, about the, we talked about the DDP line, and I liked Rafe. I thought Rafe was a was a good yeah. looking thing and a nice yeah. backstory, and they killed him off like he was nothing. Yeah. Like he was leaving the territory. So <laughs> <laughs> I I would love to see Rafe come back and uh, and have a little run. I like the idea of a bad guy. I mean, he felt more mercenary than the Dreadnoughts or Firefly, right? Like he was Firefly, more He was more of a professional than the Dreadnoughts, certainly. Yeah, Firefly <laughs> has a Cobra logo on his uniform. Right, so yeah, I don't know that you're a freelance guy if you're wearing the company logo, but okay, but yeah, it's all about the branding. Rafe felt <laughs> like it was a freebie. You know, I I, I wear the company work shirt, work shirt, but I you know I, it was free. I suppose that's true. But yeah, Rafe felt like a soldier of fortune, and not nece- not necessarily an, an inherently evil guy, but a guy without absolutely without scruples. What's what's yep. the job? I'll do it. You need me to fold clothes? I'll do fold clothes for the homeless. I'll do it. Blow up a uh, uh, orphanage? Yeah, fine, whatever. Just tell me what the job is, and I'm there. I I like the kind of the practicality of him. Made him a more realistic adversary, I thought. So I'm I'm all in on Ray. Uh, action figure expert asks, uh, what figure of Kamakura do you guys like better, Spy Troops or Valor versus Venom? I'm going to say whichever one has the yellow banana hood. And no knees or elbows. That's the winner. There's no other. There's no other explanation. There's no other possible answer. Uh, anyways, um, really, the answer is whichever one isn't that one. And I think we'll all agree on that one. Um, do you think the new owners of the GI Joe comic license will turn more or less other characters into Snake Eyes versions? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't quite understand that. I'm gonna guess that it's it's a throw down Don Marino kind of thing. How many yeah, new versions yeah. of Snake Eyes are we gonna get? Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen again. Uh, yeah, particularly if the rumored person who has the the license is, you know, actually has the license. So I don't think that I would think, happen. I think it's good when they don't give them to you right away. Like Paul Aller didn't give him, didn't do a whole bunch of Snake Eyes, right? And we got uh, one panel of Snake Eyes. Yeah, Renegades when it first came out wasn't like Snake Eyes was front and center. Like he's pure win, written well, <laughs> but you don't have to start with him, right? Aslab uh, class, hey, Aslab classified toss and cross with Tolbu. <laughs> Tiger Force variant available. Yes. Yes. I thought Patrol or uh, Slaughter's Marauders stretch goal. Uh, do you think that is why they've started revealing the digital renders to fight what's on Joe Mind's news breaks? 
we only did one. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I don't think the two things are related. No. I, no, I, I think it. I, I think it has exactly what what they say it is. It's their shipping so screwed up. They don't know when they're getting these figures out. Right, and uh, I do know they've tightened things up because the the channels we've got information through before have cinched closed since that that one news break. So something's different, but I don't think digital <laughs> renders are, are are because of it. You burned your source. Right. Hey, hey. You know what? If you sit on it too long, then it doesn't matter. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ooh, shadow tracker. That's a good idea. Great new thing. Oh yeah. You can still see the skull face. Yeah. Joe Self asks, is Lenny the only person that picks characters to be made in Classified, or is he part of a group? Mark Weber, you've been part of that process before. How did it work when you were there? When I did it, I would, as the marketer, I would sketch out the whole year's worth of lines, right? And a couple of years in advance and where we were going, what story we were trying to tell. Are we tied into something IDW is doing or you know, where are we going with the brand? And this was with only, you know, four or five items a year, uh, new anyway. And, you know, what can we reuse that's got potential, uh, you know, like, got it wasn't that hard, right? What's a figure people are clamoring for that was hard to find? Like, we didn't get to do Pursuit of Cobra Lifeline, which was a cool thing that was hard to get and really valuable on the secondary market just because of scarcity. So those yeah. are the kind of guys we wanted. We wanted to get Alpine back again because nobody was, very few were able to get them from that pack. So I would sketch out uh, the line and here are my reasons why. And then I would sit with my designer and we'd go over, you know, what we thought about the list. And it was just a starting point. It was always a discussion. And that's when you really have sync with design. That's that's partially how you build it, right? Because even the best designers, they don't want a list of characters. Do these guys do eighty three snow job? Do you know Battlecore Flint? Do they want to have? They want to pick the groceries, and why? And why shouldn't they? And so when you have good sync with marketing and design, you're both part of that discussion. And then once we were simpatico, then I would pitch it to Daryl. And, or basically the same thing on Transformers, right? Just with a lot more item count. Um, but we would pitch it and we would, you know, here's our reasoning and, uh, and here's where we're going and here's why we're doing it. And then, you know, invariably there would be tweaks here or there, right? A certain uh, uh, design manager on Transformers would always say, where's Bumblebee? I don't see a Bumblebee in that line. Right. It's the Generations line. You have Bumblebee in every other line, right? Can we, these are for the diehard fans. They have enough Bumblebee. Um, so anyway, uh, you would find ways around that or, or learn the uh, Picadillos, second time today, that's a new record, uh, of, of what they wanted and find ways to dance around it. It's why Combiner Wars, which is the most profitable thing I ever made for any company ever, uh, started with an Optimus Prime figure. Right, that was going to become Motormaster later on because I needed a truck to build the Stunticons. But if I start with Optimus, then the guy who was most likely to go, I don't see Optimus in here, was immediately placated from the start. And so if you learn what the higher-ups are looking for, you can find ways to scratch both their itch and hopefully uh, the fans as well. Uh, and then your other stuff hopefully gets left below. 
could the dragonfly be the first HasLab for classified? The dragonfly is small, but not too small. Okay. Uh, and Wild Bill is pretty important, popular in the comic and cartoon. That part I absolutely buy. I I don't I don't think it's the dragonfly. No. Nope. That's way too big. Vampire hiss. That's your ceiling. Yeah. It won't I, be I, bigger than that. Yeah. I think, and, I think Wild one. Bill might show up in Classified eventually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, he's an interesting enough driver, you know, to, to yeah, be I would sold without the than vehicle. later. And again, yeah. Wild Bill got enough of a spotlight that had nothing to do with flying a helicopter. Yeah. Like, we saw Wild Bill doing other stuff. He was he was yeah. legitimately popular. Yeah. So, but, but Vamp's your win. You got two repaints with barely even any two-lane Vamp's your win. Uh, do you think with the popularity of G.I. Joe again, we might see the return of Joe Con someday? I hope so. I I don't I don't think any time in the very near future, but maybe a couple years down the road. Um unless yeah. we get an official Transformers convention coming back, we're not gonna get an official G.I. Joe convention. Yeah, Phil's dead on right there. <laughs> and you gotta be careful when you're talking about the return of the popularity of Joe. Mm-hmm. It's selling yeah. to the it's selling to the diehards, but we don't know sales numbers. Right. And keep in mind their waves are like two or three figures, where Marvel Legends waves are six. Yeah. Thank you guys cool. for taking my classified vehicle question, but we have to dream bigger. I might believe we'll never get a Cobra Stinger or Joe Vamp. Well, I think Mark just answered that one. That's the ceiling. The Vamp yeah. is the win. You can make a Mark II Vamp, and you can make a Stinger later on. Look at that's that. the that's the scale you're looking at. <laughs> And even this was 50 bucks for really flimsy plastic. <laughs> it looks so much better than it feels, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's so fragile. <laughs> right. I remember when they first showed it, the one they were using was already broken and glued. Yeah, yeah. It had parts flying off of it. And- All right. So let's remember to, we'll keep it, uh, we'll, we'll take, wind up the questions there. Let's remember to keep this part moving, but Let's get into what we got in. Uh, Phil, what we get in? Uh, well, I got in this uh, Dime Nova Legends figure who happens to look nice. a bit like some sort of uh, helicopter pilot we might know. He did fly helicopters in the Old West. I believe that yep. was his job. <laughs> That's right. He, he really kicked ass. <laughs> he was that good. <laughs> Steam-powered. Right. It's it's a pedal copter with a Da Vinci screw on it. <laughs> burned Wild Bill. It was great. So, uh, um, what else you got, Phil? That that guy. Oh, is that the Black Zarak Scorpionock thing? Yeah. Uh, oh, careful! You're left. He's a off. Titan class. <laughs> I love that he came with a salad pong. He also came with a pair of shorts. I'd like to point out one of the most notable he, things he did was blow up Disneyland in the cartoon. So, <laughs> that'll show him. So, so you right. had to you had to buy him to make sure. Oh, and, and now he's broken. I was just about to say you caught him blind with the back of your elbow. It's one of the most impressive things I ever saw. I mean, uh, I saw him in my own screen. <laughs> Maybe it's a tax deduction now because you had him on the show. That's right. Hey, all right. For work purposes. Now he's black and blue Zarak. It's, it's better than gold plastic syndrome yeah. Zarak. Uh, nothing, uh, nothing Joe related, uh, but I did. Uh, 
I actually got a, an order from Walmart fulfilled. What? Is yeah, it an, an empty box. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Comic accurate Doctor Strange. Ooh. And I, I also got my, my comic accurate Scarlet Witch, but she's over there. I haven't opened her yet. In her impressive West Coast Avengers packaging. If only like the West the Coast Avengers were impressive. I like hey, I have all 102 it. issues, sir. <laughs> and you should have been yeah. glad to have your own Avengers out there. They did the bit in West Coast Avengers. They did the bit where Vision was wiped clean, basically. Yeah. And they went, mm-hmm. went back to Wonder Man and said, hey, we need your brain patterns again. He's like, can't do it, bro. And they're like, yeah. what are you talking about? He's my husband. And he's like, yeah, Wanda, but I love you. I've always loved you. And I'm yeah. Like, oh, that's good. And then she dropped a cliff on him. Yeah. <laughs> well, tur- turning into the Scarlet Bitch, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I love that bit. I thought that was so smart. Anyway. Mark, Mark Weber, what'd you get in? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. That's right. You went on vacation. I, I kissed him out. I got, I got this. I got like yeah. This. He, he got some got physical free- souvenirs. <laughs> he's got freezer burn and no casts. Yeah. You know, I, I burned my neck. Look, I came off a mountain at 48, having not skied in 20 years, and I came off unbroken in one piece. So I'm nothing but grateful. That's what I got in gratitude. <laughs> Cashing in his chips. That I get hurt right. doing nothing. I get hurt standing up. Right? I survived a mountain for God's sake. Bless. Name <laughs> Name Killington. <laughs> I got a couple things in last week, but we didn't have time to do the segment, so I'll, I'll just push them forward to this week. It's it's number thirty-two, Magic Johnson. Does he have a Magic Johnson? It's, <laughs> again, if I'm if I'm buying it, it does. <laughs> so Magic Johnson and Patrick Ewing at thirty-three. Oh, nice. So big week, big week right there. And, and then also on top of that. A team can't be far behind. No, no, the, completely breaking a theme. But I, I finally got the dictator. Hey, and I, I already, I already had Overlord. I already had a pretty good Overlord, uh, but I never had his cheesy little vehicle, which is, is, I mean, truthfully, it's so bad it's good. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I can't figure out how to get the pieces of like his little, his little fly sled thing. I can't figure out how to get it out of here. You so just kind of yank it. <laughs> As a, as a kid who got into toy liquidators, it never quite worked right. That's the guy who just dropped Black Zorak on the He's fine. Right. <laughs> sure. Sure. I'll just. They have bigger drop tests at Hasbro. Right. I, I, I mean, I think we're just. I was more than comfortable letting Phil talk about yanking it on his own show, but sure. <laughs> but that's that's what I got in last oh. week. Uh, I got nothing in this week. He's a headmaster. Yeah, I got I got nothing in this week to to uh, to throw out there. So um, that's all right because I, I was I felt kind of cruddy early part of the week. But um, you you gonna add anything to what we talked about tonight? By all means, add it to the comments down below. It'll be available to you very soon. Um, we're gonna roll into shout outs. So Phil Donnelly, Biff McConkey Donk. Uh, as always, shout out to my partner in crime, Patrick Stewart, another half of Articulated Points. And uh, he ran with the ball in this w- month's episode, so go ahead and uh, 
head over there and watch him talk about some Star Wars droids. And subscribe. Yeah, do that too. Yes. <laughs> Always. What else we got, Phil? Uh, you know, that's going to be it for right now. Just, just Patrick. <laughs> that way then. Ragtime Rob, who we shout out to? Uh, I'm going to have a shout out to our missing host, our co-hostess with the mo- co-hostess, Joe Colton, who I'm sure by this point has probably performed her eighth water rescue of William at this point. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're what? <laughs> six days in on this vacation for her, so eight is probably low. Yeah. Eight is probably low. Well, considering the boat probably has a pool, and you know he's probably got to save him from that too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I figure he's gotten stuck in that water slide at least twice. <laughs> and he's not like he's not a big guy. I'm not. No, saying, it's not a fat joke or nothing. I'm no. just saying that he's just found. He somehow him. managed to find a way to get himself stuck in the water. He slide. Just turned sideways <laughs> somehow and just stuck in the water slide. It's uh, Mark Weber. We give uh talk about old school shout outs. We'll go back to the Lava Bear days. Lava Bear. Lava Bear! Uh, my buddy Jimmy Underhill found some old photos of our uh, senior uh, year uh, of soccer. And I posted a picture of me up in goal. And I'm, I was a victory cigar. I only got it if we were up like six goals. Uh, because. Only six, huh? Yeah, we had a disagreement, me and the coach. I like to play good defense, and he didn't think good defense was necessary. So I was a backup goalie, senior year. Uh, but it's a picture of me in gold pointing, you there. And uh, so I posted it up, and a kid who was like two years behind me at Ben High, Johnny Emerson, who's now the head coach of the rival high school, Mountain View Cougars. Uh, but he posted that. Because I was a couple years older than him, uh, you know, he, he always thought, thought well of me as a player. Uh, and he posted up, and he was like, uh, well, it's not to come at him. Nobody, something like, you know, no, nobody worth their salt is going to make a run at the shark, which well before I was the honcho, the letterman's jacket said shark on it. So uh, anybody who remembers me as a good soccer player and remembers my high school nickname. Yeah, big points to Donnie Emerson, the head coach of the Mountain View Cougars. All right. So there you go. Making me feel good. The same week I climbed off a mountain alive. So I'm feeling I'm feeling powerful, I'm feeling vibrant. I'm ready to <laughs> do a sit-up. I, I didn't I, my letter jacket didn't have a nickname on it. It just said trombone. That's not bad. Yeah. You guys got jackets? The yeah. funny thing the funny yeah, thing is lettered in band, yes. Mike wasn't even in the band and his nickname was Trombone. You figure it out. <laughs> hey. But uh, my shout-outs, of course, uh, I'm going to reiterate our Joe Colton shout-out uh, to the co-hostess with the co-hostess. Let's hope she comes back in in, in one piece and, and sane. Uh, Lord knows uh, over a week on a, on a boat with, with Trek enthusiasts would be too much for me. Uh, give a shout-out to you guys, to Racktime Rob, to the honcho Mark Weber, to our special guest host, Phil Donnelly. Yes. I didn't clap for myself this time. (laughs) Round of applause for Phil Donnelly. Part of the heart and soul of Yojo.com when we all liked it. Yeah. Yes. I tried. All right. Don't misread that, anybody. The the folks who are still there working on the site are are doing their best. It's just 
Yes, they are. They're, they're, I mean, the folks way up the ladder, they're not doing anything. Yeah, well, there, there are staffers down at, at, the, yeah, at the positions that Phil used to have and Terry used to have that, that are trying to maintain and, and, and just it's a thankless job at this point. I wasn't ripping them. I was ripping vertical dope. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, just to give everybody a reminder, uh, please, uh, about 30% of you week to week, Watch the show and don't subscribe. Please subscribe. What is wrong with you? We're so close to a thousand subscribers. I really want to stop talking about subscribers for a couple of weeks. And that's not going to happen until we get into four digits. So please, please just do this to appease me. And and don't do that thing where you subscribe and then like two days later unsubscribe because that doesn't help. What kind of a... <laughs> it doesn't help stop at all. It. Stop it. You know, I, I did a I did a guest shot on another show once, and uh, and that night our our subscriber count went up by fifteen, and I I went to bed, and then I got up the next morning, and all fifteen were gone. Why would you do that? Why yeah. would you do that? Just I mean, a toy with your emotions, right? <laughs> unless is, you unless you subscribe to something and watch watch the next week and be like, oh my god, fair enough. But I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna guess, I'm gonna guess all fifteen of them did not do that between midnight and eight a.m. So no, yeah, I think we're pretty consistent, right? <laughs> we don't have we don't really have you know spiked great shows except for that time when we revealed the whole next year of everything GI Joe. Um, and then there was that, that spiked great show where we found out that Joe Colton was both a competitive eating champion right. and the queen of Toronto drift driving. Right. That was one show. That was a good show. That, that was, was a trick. Show. That was amazing. <laughs> um, I want to give everybody, uh, if, if you watched us live tonight, thank you for joining us. A, a shout out to you guys. If you're watching us on recording, thank you too. Uh, again, if you're watching us on Facebook, Go ahead, leave us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. Um, we love we little, love huggy, little guy. huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. There's most of, the get, most of the reactions we get on Facebook anymore are little huggy guy, and you have no idea how much that 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 absolutely touches my heart. If you're jealous and you hate watching us, leave an angry. What? Yeah, whatever. We don't That's care. Just leave some... Engagement is engagement. You're being <laughs> honest with yourself. Right. We. We're, we're all about promoting mental health. Yeah. Uh, but uh, by all means, too, uh, let's be careful out there. Let's let's we still are in a pandemic. We're not quite out of the woods yet. Uh, let's do our best to just maybe keep masking up, keep maintaining distance where you can. Um, we're we're really so close, guys. We're really so close. Let's just let's just ride this out till we're done so we can all get to shows this coming spring, this coming summer, this coming fall, and this coming every year going forward. Uh, I'm as sick of it as you are, but uh, we got to keep it going. So uh, that's it for my co-hosts, the the guest, Phil Donnelly, who is going to sing He's going to sing us out. Uh, yeah, because uh, Diana's going to feel cheated if she doesn't get any soft hits in the 70s. Right. Um, it's going to be Air Supply, All Out of Love. That was 80s. I hate when he's all out of love. No, so lost without him. No, all out of love with 79, I believe. Yeah. But, um, and then we've got uh, the honcho Mark Weber at Rack Time Rob for myself. I'm Mike Urizari. Good night. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And of course, Yo Joe. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh,
Yeah. Uh-huh.